0: Welcome to the Tech Today podcast powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Mayetta. Check us out online at ceoradio.com. Visit us at techtoday.com for the latest in technology-related news and content, capital markets content, fiscal policy, monetary policy, which we're talking about increasingly these days just because of the unprecedented amount of spending that's gone on since end of Q1 2020. And of course, we've, we've ramped that up uh, to the economy's detriment. And we recently published a report entitled, Stagflation is Eminent. We turned that into an Amazon Kindle book. I will link to it in the show notes. I'm going to link to a number of articles that we've published over the past few days in the show notes. I'm not going to recap them here, because when I do that, I feel like I dilute the message a little bit. So uh, today, I'm just going to focus on, on one subject. We wrote a couple of articles about it, and that is CEO compensation, and I feel as though CEO compensation has been a little bit out of control since since 2010, really since the Fed started quantitative easing, because with, with quantitative easing, it's kept interest rates really low. Over the past dozen years or so, since interest rates have been held artificially low, companies have issued record levels of debt. So it's not just public debt. It's not just the government that's issued a record level of of, uh, of, of debt. It's, it's also on the corporate side. And so on the corporate side... Uh, much of that capital goes toward uh, share buybacks. And, you know, oftentimes in, in many public companies, particularly within the, the technology space, a majority of, of a CEO's equity comp, a majority of a CEO's uh, compensation is in equities in, in derivatives. You know, it, straight options are less popular today and have been less popular for the past dozen years or so. Uh, increasingly more equity compensation is paid out as restricted stock units and performance stock units. I prefer performance stock units or PSUs to RSUs because PSUs have a a performance component, meaning the the company performance, excuse me, tied to the payout. So whether it's uh, revenue, EBITDA, earnings, a combination of thereof, companies have to hit a bogey in order for the CEO to realize the the full payout. Nonetheless, some compensation packages are outsized, in my view. And I think that while we're in the midst of this bubble, you know, there's a sense of euphoria around the markets. You know, the economy is going one way. I'm in the minority camp. I I, I don't believe it's it, it's strengthening. I I think it's uh, softening because you have labor participation at 61.5 percent, up a tenth of a point from February and right in line with June of 2020. Meanwhile, we've continued to layer on debt. So we're not producing more, yet we have more debt. So to me, that suggests the economy is net weaker versus a year ago versus six months ago. But let's put that to the side for the moment. Uh, We have this sense of euphoria in in the equity markets, and I think CEOs are getting a pass on outsized compensation packages. Investors just aren't paying a lot of attention to it. Investors are trying to figure out Is the Fed going to raise rates? To what extent is the Fed equipped to fight inflation? And we've written about that previously. I won't rehash that here. Uh, Investors are trying to figure out what to rotate into. You know, quote unquote, value is what they're rotating into. But, you know, which which names in particular and which positions to trim in tech. Although now that the tech downswing seems to be reversing itself since, since Biden came out with a Green New Deal last week. And so let me give you a couple of examples. And we wrote about, these over the past couple of days. So one article we focused on one company. So the first article we wrote on the subject, we focused on Paycom software, ticker P-A-Y-C. And this is one where uh, the CEO, Chad Richardson, owns 14% of the outstanding equity. And in addition to that, Mr. Richardson paid himself approximately $211 million in compensation. Much of it or all of it is RSUs. So I don't recall off the top of my head, but we give you the the breakdown, and when I say he paid himself, I don't mean that technically, I mean in a, in a matter of practice. You know, they have a, a compensation committee at Paycom, but when a compensation package goes out in this amount, right, $200 million plus, which is equivalent to one quarter of Paycom's revenue, for that sizable compensation package to get blessed at the board level and to take effect that tells you that the CEO runs runs the board, right? It's a friendly board. So at, at, at Paycom, you have questionable corporate governance at best. That's a, a quote from our article. That that should never happen. You should never have compensation that's that's the equivalent to a quarter's worth of revenue. That's outrageous. And yet they get a pass. I don't know how many people are paying attention. And then in, in today's article, oh, by the time this goes out, it will have been yesterday, we... we uh, focused on an old sector that we used to cover, that I used to cover going back almost 20 years, I guess closer to 15 years, um, the PLM software space. So if you have companies like Autodesk, Ansys, Altair, Bentley Systems, Dassault, PTC, and we publish a, a table with those companies to show you CEO compensation amongst the group, and we give you revenue, we give you market value of the companies. And the outlier in the group is PTC CEO Jim Heppelman with a $47 million compensation package. And revenue for the company, $1.5 rather $1.5 for 2020. That's a fiscal number. Market value, $17 billion. One of the, well, they're right around, I guess, the, the midpoint from a, a, uh, from a revenue standpoint, a little bit below the midpoint from a market value standpoint. But just to give you a flavor, so Jim Heppelman, his compensation package is compared to the CEO of Autodesk, which is the largest company in the group from a market value standpoint. Heppelman, while his company PTC is only a, a quarter the size of Autodesk from a market value standpoint, his compensation package is 4x that of Autodesk's CEO. So a quarter of the size, yet four times the compensation. Right, talk about an outlier, and if you compare his compensation versus the the average from the group, the the median for the group, he's way above those those figures as well, and so I just don't get the sense investors care. Right, they don't care about fundamentals, they don't care about CEO compensation. You know, it, it, it's 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 boom times as far as they're concerned, and so these these are the things though that 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 do matter. And that make the difference in the long haul because all bubbles come to an end. And it really does matter who who runs these companies. And compensation is part of, part of the story, part of the book that's written about each and every one of these CEOs of, of public companies. They all have a book that's written about them. And I'll say it again, I sound like a broken record. Uh, but the example that I always cite when I talk to an investor uh, who says that, you know, not so important who the CEO is, particularly with larger companies. And I always cite the example of Microsoft. Microsoft under Steve Ballmer as compared to Satya Nadella. Different management styles, one more collaborative than the other. One wanted to kill everybody in the landscape, that being Ballmer. crush the competition, whereas Nadella a bit more collaborative. And Nadella's been able to get his style to to work for Microsoft. And I'm talking about well before this, this bubble that started kind of in 2019 accelerated, in 2020 has continued to accelerate. Stark differences at Microsoft under Nadella versus Bomber. Common common design language in their products now. In any event, uh, we've linked to all these articles, these compensation articles, and then sort of the the macro commentary that I didn't touch on in this podcast, in the show notes, as well as the link to our uh, Amazon Kindle book. That's all for now. See you next time.